Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Pretty exciting stuff. I know a lot of the fans are turning out. A sellout crowd is going to be a, a great day for baseball here in San Diego. i got to ask you, Kelly and I last night are watching the uh, Channel 8 News. And they had a, a nice feature. I take it they filmed it at your home. Yes, they did. Why the heck were you, did you have a right-handed glove on rather than a left-handed glove? Uh, you know, the, the glove actually I was showing him <laughs> was one of the old signature. It's a kid's glove that the Rawlings did in 1977 and 78. And, and that, that's the only one I could I could find. I never got one back in the 70s. So I found, I found that glove on eBay. And I just wanted to keep one just because it was a signature Randy Jones glove. Uh, and the only thing they had is right-handed gloves, so I, I bought it. Last time I saw a glove like that, <laughs> I think it was Lou Boudreau. Ah, it was great, though. I, you know, and, and well observed by you, it was a right-handed glove, by the way. Hey, what uh, what time did you get down here today? Uh, 7.30. I've been here, you know. A little bit late for you. On yeah, day, that was good. It? I'm getting the elder statesman. They're letting somebody else do those early hours. I like that. Randy, uh, you've obviously been a part of Padre baseball since the early 70s. Okay? Mm-hmm. You missed the first couple of years because you were still – pitching up there at Chapman College, but other than maybe the 96 and and 98 teams that people were expecting things out of, and I know they won division titles in 05 and 06, but those those teams weren't loaded. Can you ever remember this much enthusiasm for the Padres getting a season cranked up with all these young position players? Yeah, I think the enthusiasm uh, is actually earned. It's legit. Uh, I'm excited to see it because it's probably the best ball club I've seen since '98 for sure. Here, it's the best collection of you know athletes and, and ball players um, in, in the franchise I've ever seen. The minor leagues, uh, I wasn't disappointed anywhere I went in spring training for two and a half weeks in what I saw. Uh, there's plenty of talent coming up. Uh, going to be a lot of healthy competition in this organization for a long time. And finally, Coach, I think we're to a point where even if we lose a couple of key players down you know, for a couple of weeks on the DL, we've got enough talent now to back that up. we got somebody to fill that void that can actually compete, not like in the old days when we didn't have too much. We had the number one guy and no number two. Now we have a little bit of depth, and I think Andy Green has a lot more versatility than anybody ever has before. You know what's amazing is the Padres – spent $300 million on their third base. They give them a 10-year contract. And all people are talking, walking around here today. There, there are a lot of Machado jerseys, okay? Uh-huh. But everybody's talking about Tatis Jr. It's like, man, he's been put on the back burner by the Padre fans today because they want to see this young kid play. Yeah, and I don't blame him. An exciting young man, and uh, he earned that. And you talk about the business side of baseball, they're going to let him wait till May so the meter doesn't start running, but Hey, if you're committed to winning, I mean, I think that exemplifies it. You can't ignore what Tatis did, especially the last two weeks of spring training. He came into his own. He's electric. He's solid at shortstop. And, and hey, you might as well put him with that guy. He's got a third base for 10 years, and it might be a combo that we see for a long, long time right here in San Diego. Randy Jones down here at the big block party on J Street uh, joining us on our uh, SDCCU uh, hotline. Randy, uh, let's get to the pitching because we can talk about uh, Machado, Tatis, Hosmer, what this guy can do, what that guy can do. 
But it all comes down to that guy on the bump out there, 60 feet, 6 inches from home plate. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, you some, some a lot of talent. Talented young men, you know, I saw in spring training. You know, now the bell rings. Now we really find out. Uh, I find out about Paddock probably first to next week with the Diamondbacks. Uh, you know, I, 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 you know, probably who you're going to going to see probably Markevich on Saturday, in my they, opinion. They announced it. Oh, they already did. Yeah, okay. you can let the I was going out. out on, I was going out on a limb there, but yeah, Markevich is going to pitch on Saturday, which I'm excited about. That young man knows how to pitch, and what I saw from uh, Lauer and, and Lucchese as, as they prepared for the season is, you know, working on things they were a little bit weak on last year. I thought they both did an excellent job working on their weaknesses and trying to get better. And I think they both showed that a little bit better command of the strike zone, which they I think they know they need to do, stay out of the middle of the plate in that big hit. And the one advantage I think a lot of these, I hope these pitchers sense, is we do have a lineup that has the ability to score quite a few runs. So I don't think you're ever going to be really out of a ball game, you know, to a degree. So, you know, even if you give a couple early runs, it's not like it was the last few years where Boy, you get two runs down, you're in trouble early. That's not a point here. I think we can still score runs. You got to, you got to stay and just you know make sure you keep the Padres in the ball game, give them a chance to win. You know, I brought this up to Bob Chandler earlier, and I had to get Bob on. The oh, show. I love I had, it. Had to get Bob on the show. Uh, you and I love Bob Chandler. Uh, we had to look at the pitching staff and all these guys right now, including Strom, who's going to be throwing Monday night. All these guys are probably going to be on some type of pitch limitation this year. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them will be. I mean, they're that young. and, and Who uh, won't be? Yeah. I guess it would be the better question. Well, but also I think it's the nature of the game that we have, Coach, about going deep in the game. And pitch count will dictate if they see the seventh inning, in my opinion. That's what it's going to be about. Uh, and I kind of understand these young arms. I think you need to do that. Like a paddock coming off the surgery and, and throwing the ball as good as you can and healthy, but you want to keep him healthy. And so overall, you, you might be looking at five or six innings, but that's what we see. That's a tendency the bullpen takes over into the sixth inning. We see it all the time. So I don't think that's going to change any, but I would hope a couple of these young kids can step up, though, and, and get this ball club every once in a while in the seventh, eighth inning and give, give that bullpen that needed you know day off that they need. Yeah, I want to go back to Tatis uh, Jr. here for a minute. You were over in spring training. I saw you sitting there with Andy and Darren and the whole gang. You look good in your uniform. Oh, I loved it, man. Yeah, I always loved doing it. I'm glad you're back over there in that uniform <laughs> the last several years. But give me your thoughts on Tatis. What what you like about him and, and why this guy's got a chance to be one of the best in the business. Well, number one, it, overall, we know the talent, just the physical talent's there to play this game. He's got that sixth sense. You know a lot of things. He just knows where to be, what what to do in situations. Uh, I do I do agree. He's kind of a tendency maybe to be over aggressive. Might get caught in a couple of times doing that as a young kid. That's fine. I mean I'd rather have him that way. But what I like day in and day out is attitude and work ethic. Where he is mentally, he's in a really good spot. A lot of confidence in himself and his abilities, and he knows how to make adjustments, coach. I think he's struggling a little bit. He knows how to make adjustments, and, and it'll work until he, he fixes it. And that's what I've noticed about him, a hard worker. And he wants to be the best he can be, and, and that's what you want out of a, a number one guy like that. Rod Barajas takes over after managing the minor leagues and having really, really good success with a lot of these guys down in AAA over the last uh, three years. Uh, your thoughts on Rod Barajas and how he can uh, really help this ball club? I really think he's been invaluable. He knows all these kids. He's come up with them, known them for years, a lot of these guys. And that makes a big, big difference when he communicates with them. And also the, his insight to some of these players knows them a little bit better than the skipper does. And so he can really have a lot of input with Andy Green 
you know, in different situations. And I, I think that's really advantageous. And he goes in to talk to him. You know, it's not so much a negative. There's a rapport there already. And I already saw that in spring training. That's a real strength, I think, of Barajas. And, you know, good positive guy, a lot of energy. I enjoyed him. He's a good guy. Hey, I'm going to let you get out of here on this one. Eric Cosmer, who you and I both like a lot, and I yep. think he's a great guy, last year probably, you know, was trying to satisfy everybody on the field, off the field, doing a lot of the stuff that a, a high-priced ball player is asked to do by a ball club. I think he settles in and has a really nice year. He's a good-looking player. He's a good-looking player, and he's in a good spot right now with the other guys, you know, that can shine. I don't care if it's Reyes and – you know, Hosbury, Machado, uh, all these guys. I think swing the bat a little bit, and he's going to fit right in, but he's not the number one in the lineup. And, Coach, I don't know who you're going to pitch around to get to the next guy. That's not going to be easy this year. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Today, uh, Fran Mil Reyes is going to draw the start rather than Hunter Renfro. Yeah, interesting. But, you know, hey, I don't. you can't lose either way, in my opinion. No, both those guys uh, should be able to play. I mean, the problem is the Padres actually have enough talent now where guys are probably grousing a little yeah. bit that they're not in the lineup. Isn't that too bad, huh? We've been waiting for this a Think long time. about all the nights you and I <laughs> sat in this press box since it opened in 2004. <laughs> and you and I are talking about how they got to build the minor leagues. they got to do this. they got to do that. They've done it. Yes, they've done it. And then it. they went out and got a $300 million they've, ball player they, to boot. They have absolutely done it. Some of the young arms that I saw was just spectacular down in the minor leagues. Unreal, some of the arms that I saw, Coach. And not just one or two. I mean, I saw a dozen or 15 kids that know how to throw the baseball. Randy, uh, how many opening day starts do you make? I think I made four. Four or five. I don't remember exactly. You know, I, I you even had one, I had one with the Mets, too. I, you know, pretty good. I mean, actually, I had... Let me see a no decision, uh, one, one, yeah, five, one, three, and lost one. Yeah, Cincinnati beat me in 77. They didn't beat you too often, did they? Not too often, but that, that they uh, gave up a, well, yeah, not that you remember, gave up a base hit to Doug Flynn, of all things, up the middle for an RBI loss. Second baseman. I kicked me off, three to two. I'll never forget that. I should have caught that ball. Okay, now you and Rupert Jones were over here uh, signing autographs. I saw Rupert over there. It looked like he was going to go on the injured list there for a minute. Yeah, I, he, he was trying to he, he was trying there. to sit in an invisible chair, coach, or something. <laughs> I'm not sure what he was doing. <laughs> hey, tell us a little bit about Rupert Jones because you did play with him here in San Diego, didn't I you? I played a little bit with Rupert. Yeah, just a good athlete all around. Made an all-star team. Made an all-star team. He, he could play a little bit. Left-handed hitter. All-star teams have made one of them while he was playing for the Padres. Yes, and you know had some good good years. Swing the bat, clutch hitter. You know, once again, one of those guys, the right attitude, a good work ethic. He came to the ballpark to play, and and day in and day out, that's exactly what Rupert Jones did. Great. Uh, now, what's on the agenda? You're going to sign autographs, or are you going to go uh, and come watch the ball game? Today? Well, yeah, I got to sign a few autographs here, sneak back into the ballpark, uh, do a little pregame radio with uh, Mr. Ello, and uh, throw out the first pitch with Trevor Hoffman. Oh, really? Yeah, and then once we get done that, we're honoring the 50 years of, of baseball here. So Trevor and I are going to throw out the first pitch, and uh, then I'm going to go up and enjoy a big league ball game, Coach. 50 years of Padre baseball. How good is that? Yeah, and we were hanging around the whole time, too, Coach. How about that? That's uh, pretty amazing. Yeah. No doubt about it. Well, I'll let you get back over there to sign off. Thanks, Coach. Look forward to seeing you again, buddy. Likewise. Uh, Randy Jones joining us uh, right here at the uh, big block party. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.